you're listening to Fucks Given, the one about cunnilingus. sound like Hannibal Lecter at the end of that <laughs> I love that's the only way I want my pussy is is like Hannibal yeah. Lecter oh imagine if he was like down there looking up at you like with those you know when when, when someone's going nanny they look up oh they look up like that uh-huh. the only people that look up are the people that don't do a good job for me oh is that is oh. that a fucks given statement <laughs> if you look up during cunnilingus you're shit <laughs> That's brutal. Everyone tries, but I'm mainly trying not to look. Yeah, I can't. I can't contact. connect. I can't connect eyes no. when someone's down there. No, we're gonna go. We're gonna get into this. Yeah, we will get into this because today we're talking about cunnilingus, mm. and you have a beautiful episode all here with Florence and I in the, the standard. standard. Whoa! Thank you so much, Standard Hotel, for lending us this podcast studio while Florence is here in the UK. I'm here in person. Yay! UK massive. So yeah, big shout UK out. UK massive. Also, it sounds like a really cool hotel that actually put on really banging events. So like, check it out. It sounds like a cool hotel. Sounds. It, it is a cool oh. hotel. <laughs> like we, we don't know. We haven't partied it yet. <laughs> we're, but we're going to. We're going to. For your launch party. Yes, because my is... book is out. If you haven't <gasps> bought it, what are you doing? This book will make you feel something. Yes, and it fucking will. Yeah. I, I think if you read a chapter, allow yourself to read a chapter. And if you feel something in your loins, you have to buy it. That's the rules. Yes, that is the rules. And you fucking will. Yeah, you fucking will. You buy fucking it. will. Last week we're begging. This one we're like, <laughs> the dom, the dom is in us. <laughs> fucking buy it and you fucking come. <laughs> Why is that turning me on? I know. Think about all the orgasms that are going to happen because of my writing. The collective orgasms. Wow. The page turning. <sighs> the vibrations. It's hot. Mm. It's sweaty. Yeah. It's getting me juicy between my loins. Mm. Speaking of juicy between your loins, how how are you, Florence? Uh, have you got any exciting updates for us? So, as you know, I did have sex the other night. <laughs> Shot the other night. It was like a week ago or something, <laughs> or two weeks ago now. But I have been having phone sex oh. in between. She's the Back to COVID time ways. Whoa, blast from the past. Blast from the past. Right, those <laughs> fucking cyber sex sessions. Only two, three years ago, but it feels like forever ago. <laughs> I know. Mm-hmm. But it has actually been really good. There's been a couple of phone sex sessions with just like voice, just audio. And oh. then I had one with like on a FaceTime call the yeah. other day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, oh, oh my god, he like he fucking dommed me whilst we were Stop it. When we were on the phone. He was like, show me, show me your pussy. Oh. And I was like, oh, I don't really, you know, I don't really send videos of my pussy. He was like, I'm asking you uh, uh, to send me uh, a video of you touching yourself. Oh, now. Yes, and I was daddy. like, okay, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay shit. safely crossing my boundaries <laughs> yeah i know that's okay take being having your boundaries crossed in a safe way when you feel safe with somebody that's okay yes and i think in that moment i was like i know that i could then put my boundaries back up and be like yeah. actually no i'm not gonna send something mm-hmm. but i was like this turned me on so i am going to and i was yeah. like fuck it my pussy's on OnlyFans. may as well send it to yeah. this guy so tell me about the phone sex session what happened it's been like a kind of a mixture of fantasizing and like vocalizing what we wanted to do to each other mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then kind of masturbating to the idea of it so uh, mutual his, masturbating yeah, yeah kind of mutual masturbating i guess that's just what phone sex is really isn't yes. it so there's like moments of it where it's a bit more like silent and we're just getting turned on by like the breathing sounds that we can hear on the other end mm-hmm. and then on the video i was just kind of trying to like hold 
the camera up above me oh whilst I had the, my magic wand the in between my legs. Angles. Yeah, I was a little bit concerned about that. He was like, don't worry. Yeah. But I was like, I am. Yeah, it's also one, you're like a videographer. You know what yes. good filming is like. On top of which, it gets you caught kind of inside your own head when you're filming yourself because you're like, I need to look good. Yeah. But I also need to not care and actually enjoy this and yeah come. it's very complicated on that last phone sex session actually i had like a mini orgasm uh-huh. but i had to have a proper one when i left the phone conversation yeah yeah because i feel that it's the video it's the video when i'm like self-conscious of what i look like i can't have a proper unless it's in the moment and it's proper sex and then i'm just lost in the fucking moment anyway yeah it's not weird maybe it's phone sex depending on if it brings you out of it or brings you into it. It just, it creates an extra barrier for that orgasm, yeah. for the pleasure, because you're not really in your body, you're in your head, yeah. trying to think about the phone, the angles. I think listening to the audio phone call, yeah. you probably can release and escape so much more. But when it's video, it's a whole different thing. Yeah. But it's so, so weird how video changes that when in person, it might be different. In yeah. person, you might not have those hangups, but that's because it's way more intimate and consuming and mm. makes you go back in your body when it's on a 2d video phone call although i have been having this thing with this guy mm. because he's 27 and mm. i'm almost 32 oh i have a little bit of a hang-up of uh, how i look around him yeah I hear and you. i'm very conscious of the fact that i'm like a bit older and i'm not as youthful as a 20 something woman yeah and I like I do have slight wrinkles by my eyes mm-hmm. I do have many gray hairs mm-hmm. and I don't know there's just something in me that feels insecure around him in that way but I know he doesn't care it's just yeah. it's in my own head yeah and those feelings just, are, are very valid like we do go through waves of feeling insecure about ourselves yeah. That's, it's so, super normal isn't it wild though that i'm having issues about aging yeah i've never had this before no, never but there, there will be something going on inside you that is is making these issues come out yeah i, I don't think it's just because it's i have age had, i think maybe or do you think this would you would feel like this regardless of age i'm just trying to think because i did fuck that 26 year old last year as yeah well, so. and then did you feel no, I didn't then. feel that then, but I have a lot mm. more grey hairs now. But maybe that's part <laughs> of the reason why he's with you and sees you as attractive is the fact that you are a mature woman. Yeah, I think he's, he's definitely into it. Yeah, it's fucking hot. A lot of guys are into older women. Yeah. Like, it's definitely yeah, a thing. Yeah. And I'm to, into younger guys, apparently. Yeah, throwback to when I fucked that 19-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I could uh, go that young. Oh, whoops. Oh, whoopsie. Yeah, he had the best time of his life, but why not? <laughs> It was fun. I think mm. for me, it's like a little bit to do with where I've been at in mm-hmm. terms of like not being in a relationship for a very long time, yeah. not having that much sex in my life. I haven't really been going to any parties. Yeah. I haven't been dating that much. It's not going to so be just one thing. It's going to be multiple factors. It's, it's new. And obviously, mm-hmm. I've just told you all in the last episode that I've been super anxious lately. Yeah. So it's probably a mixture of all of those mm-hmm. things. But that's good that you're recognizing it and seeing it and also talking about it and trying to figure out why and where that comes from. Yeah. And then from then, you'll be able to sort out the problem. If you're ignoring the problem, it just yeah. gets worse. It just snowballs. snowballs. I just need to make sure that the person that I'm with is making me feel super sexy. Yes. And it it's could like, be on him as well. It could be. Mm. And I, I I don't think I figured that out yet with mm-hmm. this one because it's like we've only fucked once. Yeah. It could be the language that he uses or maybe he's not giving you enough affirmations or... We all know that words of affirmation are my love language. Yeah. Maybe he is, but maybe in your anxious mind, you're not hearing them the same yeah, way. Or potentially. he might not be giving you enough. And maybe that's something that you've got to lay down, lay down the law. I yeah. need you to tell me how buff you think I am. <laughs> exactly. And it's that validation. Yeah, that's what it crosses oh. between. And then it's like, or is it just my praise kink? Yeah. Fuck me. Sometimes, so complex, man. Sometimes I think we're just too intelligent. <laughs> We're too, we're, we're too on it. We're too aware. We Sometimes just, we just need to shut the fuck up. And take it. Take it. Be in the moment. Take it like good little girls. Yeah. Just a good girl. And just be in the present and be in our bodies and like stop allowing ourselves to just run free in our head. We're catastrophizing a lot of the time. Yeah. Like we're running away, infantilizing or catastrophizing, running away with the fantasy or the anxiety. Isn't it wild? Yeah. 
anyway, enough about me. <laughs> Any updates from your side? Well, this one could be a little spicy. <gasps> oh. I'm not ready to say the full update that okay. I was, yeah, not, not ready. But I did want to talk about bondage. Yes. All right. I had a date with a Dom recently and that was quite fun. But I realized having the date with this Dom, it wasn't really the type of domination that I liked. It was the type of domination I liked watching in porn (gasps) way back when. But it was that kind of hardcore, I am dominant, sit on your, like, you know, get on your knees, open your mouth. Do this, do that, throat fucking, like throw you on the bed, move you around. And Wait, I, like, you don't like that? Mm, yeah, I. this shocked me as well. Huh. And maybe, I've been trying to figure it out because is it the style of domination? Yeah. Or was it the person that I didn't feel 100% safe with? Uh, oh. That, that sounds scarier than it is. It's not that I didn't feel 100% safe, but it was like I had to be overly analytical and think about things and and I think a lot of the time I was going like I was thinking do I like this and I think if I'm unsure yeah then something's off and it needs exploring shit man yeah it was still really fun really fun but it hasn't been as safe and as fun as I've had in other situations was it like a one-night stand or like is it someone that you've been seeing for a while one night stand that we've kind of put things on hold for now to see see how things go. Oh. What? <laughs> uh, I see. Yeah. So the reason why I like this guy yes. is because there was danger there. There was like, mm, not really sure about the situation. And I think... He was pushing your boundaries. Yes. Yes. Which was hot. Yeah. Until it's not. Yeah. Yeah. And I definitely, I I mean, it was fascinating because I really thought that I loved that style of domination until it was happening. And then I was like, ooh, I'm unsure about this. I don't know how I feel about this and definitely worth a conversation. But it was really good to know that. So I, I also wanted to say the importance of bondage and safety. Mm. So this actually isn't necessarily related to this person that I was fucking around with. Like that was fun and the style of domination was good. It was very like, learn a lot. What would you say, in, just to go back to mm-hmm. that quickly, what what was it about that that you didn't like? And what do you want more of? Oh, I think it felt really, what's the term? Like disconnected. Right. It you felt, wanted a bit more like daddy, dom, caring. Yeah. Wanted more like closeness and holding and intimacy. And it didn't feel that intimate. It, it was kind just, of felt like, porn like through a screen like you do this you suck my cock i'm gonna finger you did you feel used no i didn't feel used but that's a good question to ask maybe if i dug a little deep there was definitely feelings of i wanted more afterwards but i don't know what that more meant i don't know yeah i didn't know whether whether that aftercare meant or the more meant more aftercare Mm. or maybe the consideration after the fuck so I didn't get a check-in text. Right. And I love a check-in text. If you're going to fuck me like that, message me a few days later. I've been thinking about this ask. in every single sexual scenario that I've been in mm-hmm. recently is I haven't received any messages the right. day after. And I, I was thinking to myself, I was like, this is my aftercare. Right. Like I need to yes. be... I need that communication the day afterwards because it feels just like so final. Yeah, if mm. and it feels just like even if they are interested, they're still not doing it. And mm. it's like, okay, is it just the validation that that was yeah. good? But I just think it's good practice. Mm. Aftercare doesn't have to be physical immediately after the sex. Yeah. It doesn't even have to be that night or in the morning. It can be the continuation of just, hey, yeah. we did some crazy stuff there. How was that for you? What did you like? What didn't you like? Let's have an open discussion. About Even it. if it's just vanilla sex, I Even. still think yeah. because sex is vulnerable. You're getting naked with someone. Mm-hmm. You're letting them close to some of the most vulnerable parts of your body. And that can be quite big. And you need the aftercare no matter what. Yeah. And I don't think it just should be aftercare that doms give subs. Yeah. I, I think it has to be the other way around as well. I sent him a text message saying, how did you feel about everything? Yeah. Um, but I really wish you'd got there first. 
and the communication was there. And it gave me... I do think it should be the Dom that checks in. Yeah. And it gave me sort of like slight toxic Dom vibes. Yeah. That like, it felt like a porn set and that would already, that already gives me heebie-jeebies because I'm like, it doesn't, it feels like all, it felt like a performance. That's what it felt like, a performance. And I felt like I was performing and not actually getting into it and enjoying it. Yeah. So yeah, very, very insightful. I'm very grateful that it happened. I guess everything's a learning experience. It, it just sucks when sex doesn't feel right. Yeah, when there's it something feels slightly like off. A violation. Yeah. It's quite like yeah. sinister mm-hmm. because sex can turn bad just like that. Yeah, in an in a split second instant. And I felt like that things could have been handled differently from both sides from both sides but yeah also want to say doms need checking in as well especially somebody who's not that comfortable being dominant and doing something like that dominating someone could be really quite a vulnerable place and also could make them have guilt or Mm -hmm. overthink it you know did i do it right did i do it wrong and so telling somebody afterwards like you are not a bad person this was something that we communicated being very crystal clear that that's something that you wanted and you're okay with that mm. and if there was an element that you didn't want then bringing that up with them but creating the space the self, the nice space to make mistakes and to have it doesn't all have to be positive it shouldn't all be positive if it's all positive that's that could be a red flag that's yeah. warning i don't want someone to be like oh my god do anything you want to me you have to be like okay these are my limits this is what I like. This is what I don't like. Yeah. Because the anything thing, I don't know if anyone really, really thinks that. Yeah. If you say anything, they could literally shit in your mouth. <laughs> there has to be limits. <laughs> yeah. And some people do want that. Mm-hmm. That's okay. But you probably should set that as a limit if you don't want that. Yeah. There is more on the yeah. dom in these situations because when you are submissive, it is very hard for you to break your submissive role and to get out of subspace and say, hey, can you not do that? Or hey, can you do this? Which makes comp- communication quite difficult. So this is why it does, unfortunately, fall on someone who's dominant to make sure they're checking in all the time. It doesn't make you less dominant for asking if they like something and they don't like something. Oh my God, I think it's so hot when a dom's like, Jesus. Is this okay? Yeah, like, like how do you, how like, do you like that? that? Yeah, do you like that? Yeah. How's this? Do you like that here? Do you like it harder? Because like then you can just say, fuck. Yes, daddy. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> God, I need to get laid immediately. Tonight though, Florence, tonight. Oh, I need to have sex too and I don't know what to do about it. We can find you somebody. I feel like we I can I was find talking you about potentially going to a sex party whilst being here. Oh. But I just don't know if it's going to line up with mm-hmm. my schedule. Yeah, yeah. Because I think uh, Joyride is doing a couple events. Yes, exactly. That's what, what I was thinking of going to. There is this penthouse Penthouse party. Penthouse. Penthouse party. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I don't know. I don't know yet. Yeah. It would be good to get sex, to be honest. It would be. Just even thinking about it now is making my pussy flutter. Yeah. You need the pussy flutters. Bitch need to get fit. Yeah. And I could wait, (laughs) but don't want to. I don't know. I don't know, you man. need to invite like, some like, hot people to your party. That's the rules. Who's hot that you want to fuck? Yeah, I, I think I've put too many limitations on myself recently <laughs> with sex and relationships, and it's making me less like me in that area. Yeah. When you when you stop yourself from saying I, I I can't have sex, I need to put that to the side. You're just less able to receive the hotness yeah. and the sexiness, and there could be potentials out there. Messaging I know because I've right been now. putting like barricades up I there, like feel fucking yeah, walls. I'm not, I'm not fucking interested. Yeah, and but you, I probably could be. Yeah, maybe you. Maybe your mind isn't. Maybe your maybe pussy I, is. Yeah. You got got have a little conversation. <laughs> but I, I did want to bring up uh, bondage. This was through my sex worker day in the dungeon, where I ended up filming a couple tickle videos with. Someone who was playing dominant, her name was Stevie, and we put me in bondage. And oh my god, this is hasn't happened before. And we did a really long scene that was like about seventeen minutes. While I'm in this bondage, I'm like tied naked to a bench, arms above, uh, arms above me, uh, ankles down. And when she released me after the seventeen minutes, my whole arm was numb. And we were both like, oh shit. Like, and I was a bit like, oh fuck. I was like trying to play it cool. But my arm stayed numb a good hour after. 
like a patch on my arm. And then when I was in the gym and I was doing my weights, I noticed that that arm was a little bit fucked up. <laughs> this is like days later. So when you are playing around with bondage, you need to make sure that you are in a comfortable position and you need someone checking in. You need to check in with your body and yeah. test everything. And someone who has tied you up or has played Dom needs to also check in. You know, we're not just saying, how do you feel? We're saying grabbing your limbs, grabbing your feet. Does this feel okay? Grabbing your arms, any numbness. And yeah, also that's think, a under- really good point. understanding anatomy, I think really fucking helps. I didn't know. She didn't know. It wasn't on any of us. But yeah, it's just something to consider because you it's can do damage. You can, especially when you're just not really sure on what you're doing. Okay, shall we talk about Conolingus? Pussy Aiton. Yes. 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 Some 101 best tips in in the house. Yeah, I'm waiting for your Hannibal Lecter voice back on again. You know, he was one of my first, like, I was fucking 14 and I was masturbating over Anthony Hopkins. What? As Hannibal. This is why I, my brain. Florence, I've been fucked up from the get-go. <laughs> Literally masturbating over a murderer in a film who's actually 60 years old when I'm 14. That is mad. Mm, you yeah. fucked up. I was fucked up and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And I fucking love it. It's all right. I've got my therapist in a couple of days. We'll, we'll figure that out. <laughs> what does that mean? What does it mean, yeah. Daddy. Daddy. We need to stop it with the daddy jokes. It's getting uh, cringe. It does get out of hand because I say it to my normal friends and they're like, eh? Excuse me? What do you mean, daddy? And I'm like, you know, daddy, daddy, you want to fuck my dad? Obviously, Freud was right. And they're like, <gasps> they just do not get it. Yeah, it could be cringe. I was like, is it cringe if we keep repeating it again and again in every single know. episode? It's fucking funny. It helps us to. Curious fuckers, with, please yeah. tell us. Yeah, let us know. You Do you out. like us joking about our dad's situation, daddy issues? And we're not saying, let me just be clear to anyone out there, disclaimer alert, we don't want to fuck our dads. No. no. None of us wants to fuck our parents. That is obvious. But what we do like. We find familiar traits in the people we want to be romantic or sexual in with the people that that brought us up. That's how I see it. I don't see, I don't connect to it in that way. No. I know that I have definitely dated people that are on the mm. spectrum of looking like my dad or having similar, a similar, similar traits. Or even just but, like arguing the same way. That's familiar. You know when you I, For me, daddy means you're, you own me, they're in charge. Mm-hmm. And I'm a good girl. Yeah. I guess it's like the praise kink. But like, why? Where is that deep down? I mean, obviously, because my dad paid me no attention. Yeah, didn't give me so any I love. want attention. So, <laughs> daddy issues. <laughs> yeah, but that, like, that's okay. We all have them. There will be plenty of people out there that also experience mummy issues. And the more we hide away from the fact that that's a possibility. I think we all have mummy issues and daddy issues. Yeah. I don't think we can be alive as human beings without either of those two things. Exactly. Your caregivers, the people that brought you up, are familiar. They're, They're the people that taught you things that like helped you through extreme periods of your life. Like it's just normal. You can't have therapy without talking about your parents. Absolutely not. And of course... Especially if, I mean, I I found this with like a lot of my partners, they remind me of my parents in different ways, like the argument thing. Mm. Like my ex argued like my mum. And so that felt familiar. Someone said, or maybe I heard this on a podcast, someone was like, if you go on a date with somebody and you're like, oh my God, this feels like home. This feels so familiar. It feels like we've known each other for a long time. That's because there are familiar traits. (laughs) That's funny. From your parents or from your caregivers. I was like, whoa. Whoa. Or from siblings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or from past relationships. Past relationships, but why? Past relationships, probably because <laughs> they remind you of your parents. <laughs> wow, that's deep. Shall we talk about licking clips? Yeah, 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 yeah. We've digressed too much. Wait, is that right? I digress. I we digress. We, we digress. We we digress. We digress. Um it sounds so cunty when I say that. So I love, I love it. Yeah. When people yeah. A down between my legs. Nice. We like to hear it, Florence. I've definitely had a bit of a weird relationship with it recently because of my chronic fucking BV. Oh my God, the self-consciousness of death. I'm mm-hmm. like, is it okay there today? Yeah. Is it, does it smell? Yeah. Is yeah, it, yeah. That, okay? that initial stomach drop when they start to go down and you know, you, you've got like the yeah. honey. I, 
like I, twinkle in their eye. And I also had the thing the other day where I like let the partner know before we even like had sex on the first date. So I was just like, yeah, you know, as we're talking about sexual health and all that, because we we disclosed herpes. Oh, I'm so proud of you. That's amazing. Well, he did first and then I did. Well, I'm so steps. proud of both of you. Yeah, very, very. I, I love it. Yeah. I love it when someone says that and I'm like, oh, yeah. thank God. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. It's just a whole, the relief of talking about STIs goes out the window. Yeah. Even if I didn't have it. Yeah. I think it would make me feel more comfortable because I'm like, great. You, you're honest yeah. and you, you talk about this thing. You get it. Anyway, talking about that, told him all about the BB issues. So obviously he didn't go down on me when we had sex. Yeah. And that was a bit of an issue for me. Uh-huh. Because I just felt like it wasn't that bad yeah. at that point. And I was like, oh, he's not going to go down because I told him about this. Mm, and now yeah. he's going to feel weird about it. Mm -hmm. But I'm thinking about it in the same way that if a girl told me about that, then I probably would feel less inclined to go down on her too yeah but also maybe they were just trying to be respectful oh she might have bv at the moment maybe maybe doesn't actually want me to go down there maybe he thinks it's like thrush maybe thrush i do not want anyone to fucking touch me true it's so itchy and painful and like red and maybe he thought it was the same thing yeah because bv is just there's no real feeling it's just an odor yeah but taking myself back to the last time i had cunnilingus yeah so good, man. Do you remember when I was telling you about the guy yeah. who went down on me on my period? <gasps> oh, we love to hear it. Oh, mm. that was so good. Thanks. And you know why that was so good? And mm -hmm. I think this is my top, top, top tip. Yeah. Is the enthusiasm. Oh, is the, the enthusiasm. I fucking want to do this. Uh -huh. I love this. Uh -huh. And you can feel their love for it mm -hmm. in the way that they're eating you out. Because oh. they are eating you out they're dining for two man yeah <laughs> <laughs> there's like mm, noises yeah. and like you know all of that yeah eat out to help out <laughs> i wonder if that's like the praise kink thing a little bit because i really enjoy the yes. it's like they're praising my pussy yes, as they're eating mouth. me mm, like i want all of you inside me i want to engulf yeah. you regardless i of want TV. your tongue to like dip in and scoop out and like oh. just every single little inch yeah. i want you to be making out mm. with my clit i want you to suck it like it's a little cock yeah <laughs> wow deep throat in that clit are we <laughs> yeah <laughs> that was my that, that so my that clit, top voice. tip yeah enthusiasm and not being afraid yes of all the body stuff mm -hmm. because body be bodies be Bodies. Bodies be bodies. Because having your pussy eaten can really get inside your head. And it is yeah. a very, it can be really self-conscious for a lot of people, especially if you're, if you don't really know the person, it's a very, very vulnerable position to be in. You're lying there with your legs spread open. And the thing that you've been taught all of your life to keep covered and hidden you have to put in somebody's face. Yeah. That is terrifying for yeah. a lot of people. I was scared about the first time. Mm -hmm. I think I was really, really lucky with my first ever boyfriend. Yeah. Because I remember having that shame and that fear yep. and all of that, but he fucking loved eating pussy. Oh, it's like and a, I didn't even like have kink. to. Yeah, I didn't even have to go down on him. Like that wasn't even a thing. He just loved going down there and that was be something that happened all the time so, cool. so he just got me kind of really used to it from a very young age so since then i've been a very good receiver i actually still have a lot of issues revolving around conolingus yeah i still can't get out of my head and i still can't enjoy it as much as i want to mm. and i feel like conolingus to me is still a no-go zone for coming I still can't orgasm with cunnilingus. Wow, yeah. And I know that's their, their blockages that I've put up for myself. And, you know, I've to told myself so many different things like, oh, I'd, I don't like cunnilingus because I feel like things are equal. I'm more in control and I don't want to be in control. Yeah, you've said that on the podcast before. Yeah. And I don't think that's the case. I think huh. it's like I can still feel submissive and have my pussy eaten. But I've, I've created, yeah. I've almost created that lie for myself to make myself understand and feel better about not being able to enjoy it or not being able to come so so much with cunnilingus i had cunnilingus recently and the entire time i was just going 
okay, like hurry up, like fuck me. That that was like I mean I love penetrative sex. It's just my favorite thing in the entire yeah. world. But you want cunnilingus to be an event. Yeah, like, I want even, to enjoy. It. I want to be look, like I want to look forward to it. I would and come, go as come far to it. say is that cunnilingus could be the only event. It and you should, should be and the you only event. Should be satisfied by it. Yeah, or you'd want to be satisfied by it. There's got to be ways that I can tweak cunnilingus so I can still get into the psyche that I want to be in. You know, yeah. have me completely tied up and unable to push you away. Yeah. Or what about if they were using like a penetrative toy at the same time as toy? going down on you? For fucking sure. I can come just looking at a picture of a toy that I'm excited about. Because fingers are great, but I think I'm still in my head. I oh love a God. glass dildo and cunnilingus uh, at the same yeah. time. Yeah, maybe I need to use my glass dildos more. I avoid them because they're cold and I'm a princess. So, tips and advice for cunnilingus, because as much as I have my own vulva and I know how I like my pussy being eaten, Mm. every vulva is different and I could do with the tips. I could also do with the tips. I think everyone could do with the tips. Yeah, I think there's never enough that you can learn when it comes to sex. Never stop learning. And the tips and techniques that you can do. I really, really, really loved doing like online courses around vulva pleasure. Yeah. Because as much as we do have them and we can explore them ourselves, everyone is so different. So it's good to have a kind of plethora of things that you can try out. Absolutely. The main thing that I would kind of start with in this area is the way that you can move your tongue around a clitoris. Oh my, it is endless. The techniques, the pressure, yeah, the direction. There are so many things that you can do. What makes a good pussy eater is being enthusiastic about eating pussy. Yes. And that might only come when you have more knowledge about it. I think that's the thing. Is that I'm better at when I'm doing oral when someone else is being affirming to me that it's good. Yeah. So if if they're saying that's fucking amazing or their moans are like crazy, then I'm like, yes, yeah. I have this. But pussy eating is scary when you don't know what you're doing. And it's almost like you've got yeah. that, that barrier of that you have evolved, so therefore you should know, rather than just going into it and being like, I, I want to do this and I'm eager to learn. Mm-hmm. Teach me how to do it. Which yeah. is quite complicated when you're in the middle of it and you've got like beautiful fanny lips in your face. okay does that feel good does that feel good does that feel good everyone looks so different as well so it's like what like what someone else's vulva look like in front of you might be completely different to the next yeah and the sensitivity levels Mm -hmm. whether their labia feels good or not like some people might have a really numb clip you know absolutely or very sensitive Mm -hmm. yeah it's just trying to navigate how Evolver works and they are yeah. they are I would say that they're way more uh, varied and different than penises are when it comes to techniques mm-hmm. I would always say go for a more flat tongue than a pointy tongue oh my god yes I do not like the pointy tongue I do not like it is, the it is over either. and I don't like pointy tongue directly on my clitoris put it on the skin around put it on my clit hood yeah that's why flat really works because it's not just like I think it also feels more engaged yeah. when you have more of the surface of your tongue on. It's more like, instead of like licking a clit, it's more like consuming a vulva. Like yeah. full, full mouth, lips, saliva, flat tongue. But mm. things can get too messy. Oh, yeah. I do, I do want to yeah. put that out there because yeah. we are like, you know, be fucking enthusiastic and just mm-hmm. like eat the shit out of it. Thing is, people can get really messy down there when they don't know what they're doing. Yeah. And that's when it's like not a good combination. Mm. But or if- rough. When people push too hard or they're too rough with you, that yeah. can take you out of it. You kind of want it to be nice and slow and sensual. sensual. You want the build up. You want to allow them to get in the cunnilingus psyche, the the headspace of actually having pleasure and an orgasm okay. from pussy eating. Maybe we should go back and like sort of like go to the building up and like how that really works. Yeah. Because for me personally, I really like a bit of a tease before they go straight in. And I, I feel like say, yeah. that's a good way to start if you mm-hmm. really want to like work it up. Everyone loves a bit of a tease. Yes. Yeah. I think 
definitely vulva owners prefer a tease because we need to get into that headspace more. Yeah. And this um, could be like kissing around the upper thigh, you know, like nipple play, caressing the arms, yeah. caressing the body, touching, squeezing. Oh God, nipple play. <laughs> Wait, let's not get distracted. <laughs> right, it's cunnilingus. We're on cunnilingus. <laughs> and then you go in with like soft, sensual, not like hard and fast straight yeah. away. You want to like kind of build up a kind of rhythm. Oh god, this is actually fucking turning me on. Can yeah. you believe? I want. I want to feel your breath around my pussy. I oh. Wanna- Oh, when someone blows on your pussy, when it's like in the teasing (laughs) stage and you're like, I just want your mouth there already, but they're like fucking blowing on you. It's kind of cool. Yeah, it's cool. But it's (laughs) annoying, but it's cool. It's like, yeah, you're like, the fuck are you doing? Stop it. Stop. I get, will beg you. Get your yeah, get your tongue back in there. But yeah. it's too it's too hard to want to just go full throttle. I, I think that's why I find a lot of that hard because I want overwhelming sensation. Mm. And you can't really do that with pussying. You yeah. need to really slow it down. I kind of like a big tongue kind of lapping the whole length of my vulva to yeah. begin with. So like when, a I see you, all of you vulva moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so first contact, tongue mm. to puss. Yeah. Like full start from the bottom all the way up to the top, nice yeah. and slow, like a big juicy yeah, ice Yeah, don't cream. be just like hesitant, tickling around my clit. Yeah. Like I, oh, I, that, that I sounds pretty to, fucking great to me. <laughs> <laughs> a little hesitant clit, clit action. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I like, and then I think maybe after like the full tongue, mm. maybe go into a bit of like a flat, like bigger tongue surface area, a bit of like a round motion, yeah, like a circular motion. Mm. I mean, some people are like, yeah, I write the fucking alphabet with my tongue, but yes, to be honest, I'm not sure about that. It depends on how it goes. I think if you're trying to concentrate on something, that can work, but it depends on how you're doing that with your tongue. Yeah. You know, I'm not like, don't write it like a fucking with a, hey. with a pen. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking like big and flat and have something to focus on. Yeah. Write your name, write them, write them poems, write them sentences in their pussy. You know, there's this, there's this meme of the weekend doing some kind of crazy tongue thing on, yeah. I saw it on Instagram one time and it was just him sticking his tongue like fully out, but it's going like really, 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 really fast. And I, and like, everyone's like, oh my God, like look what he could do. It's like, no, that would not be good. That would not be pleasurable. Because the faster someone is with a pointy tongue, like the less good it is. Yeah, you kind of get clipped burnout you would yeah. you would get it would be potentially oversensitive yeah that would be too much i think i'll go as far to say that, that if i've ever had fast pointy tongue action it's not been good yeah it takes you out of it yeah you want i mean no one's done that well so after the big slow flat tongue the mm. massaging the building up you need to be checking in with them in terms of how is their body language? Mm-hmm. What are their moans like? Is this something that they they are clearly enjoying? And if you're not getting that feedback back, then ask them. Yeah. Ask them if this is something they're enjoying. Because as much as we can give you tips and advice, it's not going to be the same for everyone. Yeah. Pussy eating is so complex and particular. Vulva eating is so complex and particular that you need to just keep checking in with them yeah. and seeing seeing if they're into it. I think like after you've done a little bit of the circular motions or the up and down or the side to side of your tongue on the clit, like in a slow, sensual way, mm-hmm. I always like going back to just do something a little bit different yeah. so that you're not like solely focused on the clit. So yeah. get your tongue inside like let's go I was about to say vaginal fuck me with your tongue I want to feel your tongue fill me up but so good because I think the clit needs a little break sometimes fucking too right yeah and yeah, I think the tongue does feel quite good down there. And like just shallow penetration. It's yeah, great. Oh, shallow penetration is is the one. I mean, that's where our G spot is, yeah. right? Plus like no more than three inches in for most of us. Yeah, if someone's like really passionately, enthusiastically mm-hmm. tongue fucking you. Mm. But that's then some hot. some people might not like that. Some people don't like vaginal penetration. True. Or any penetration. So again, yeah. it's making sure that you check in. Some people like fingers. A set of fingers. I love, oh, I love if the tongue during. doesn't go, then slip in fingers. It doesn't have to be you're trying to fucking like 
massage their cervix, slip them in just around the hole. My The area around my vaginal hole is so sensitive that that can almost feel like a clitoris. There are so many nerve endings oh my God, there. Just like put your fingers in and circle it around slowly mm, a little bit. Dip them in, dip them out, dip them spread them a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> spread them. Spread them, got them, spread them. If Stretch me open. If you can fit more than one finger in there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> If you can, you know you're doing something right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's a good good sign. Also, I don't think many people talk about this because mm-hmm. it sounds a little weird, but you've got to suck a clit sometimes like it's a little dick. Yeah. <laughs> We're going back to the little dick. Yeah. Little dick. Yeah. 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 I think it's a good way to think of it, although mm. it might put some people off. Absolutely, it's going to put people off. Suck a clit. Suck a clit like a dick. Yeah, just yeah. like you know, like you know how if you were gonna give head and you do the washing machine technique where you're yeah. like swirling your tongue around the head, but you're also kind of sucking the dick at the same time. Mm-hmm. Do that with a clit. Give it the same love and attention that you would want on you. Yeah, you know, if you want non-stop rolling around sensual play, then don't stop. Change it up, sure, but keep it going. For me, I like. I like that latch moment, you know, when they go mm, and they're like latched onto you. And yeah. It's like big, soft, round. And if there's, oh, if there's fingers involved or for me, even better, if both my nipples are being stimulated at the same time, that's the only way I can reach orgasm is mm-hmm. big, long, slow. And also be ready to be checked in for a while. Some people, it takes a oh, long yeah. time to come through oral Especially me. I'm like a 30 minute kind of gal. I like people to be down there for a, for a long for a, Forever. For fucking ever. Yeah. Yeah. And it, re- it really depends on, I think, maybe the teasing and how horny I am in the moment to how quick I'm actually going to come with oral. But I also think there's something to do with really leveling up your pace and your rhythm when uh, it comes to yeah. getting your partner to reach climax. Because mm-hmm. you want to start slow, but you do want to build up. If you want them to come, you, you should build up speed. You need, yeah, you need to build up speed. I mean, think about the way that you masturbate. Think about the way that they masturbate. It's a good sign to see how they play with their own clitoris and they play with their own vulva to kind of see the speed. And you want to mimic that with your mouth, with your tongue, as well as pressure. You can start lightly, but then adding a little bit more pressure onto the situation. Having having said that, though, I think I probably could come from someone not really necessarily speeding up, but just doing the same thing for a really long time. Consistency. Yeah. So when you want someone to orgasm, consistency is so important because changing it up will reset that climax build. Yeah. So you want if you're feeling like they're moaning more, they're writhing more, their their breath is getting shallower, maybe they're concentrating more. Like I, I know that when I am feeling an orgasm build, I almost stop breathing. I'm sitting there concentrating, like holding on to that climax and that orgasm. Yeah. And that's when you stay consistent. I also really love a hand mm. on my lower stomach. Oh, when yeah. someone's eating me out. Feels For some nice reason it like wholesome. I think it connects me to that part of my body mm-hmm. slightly more. And I think it can be it's also really great for squirting. Oh my god. Like yeah. when someone's like pushing on that part of you. There's something really pleasurable about like just having that like hand on pelvis mm-hmm. interaction as well. So that could be like a good addition for Maybe when someone's like getting up to that climax, it's like, yo, I'm here. I'm here. I've got, got you. This. Yeah, I'm holding you. I'm holding you internally and externally. Yeah. Oh, and then if maybe they do have issues with coming, then do not be afraid to introduce a toy. Yeah. To introduce either a dildo, a glass dildo, as Florence mentioned, or a vibrating toy. Mm-hmm. I know that I will come if a vibrator is introduced and lightly playing with my clit. I am unlikely to come just through oral. I can though. It can happen. But if if the person is unafraid to introduce a toy into the action, I will be so much more relaxed just knowing that it's yeah. not going to be an issue bringing it out. Yeah. Mm. Also, don't put pressure on people to come. Yeah. That's basically, you know what? Sometimes yes. when someone's down there, especially, and they're like, are you going to like, you know, 
I want to like, come, come, come for, for me, me, baby. Come for me. That line just, I'm like, well, it's not going to happen now. Yeah. Like, as soon as you said that, I'm now in my head yeah. and I'm not going to come for you. Yeah. Yeah. Which is so, so, it's so annoying because so it should be hot. Yeah. And it, it, should... is, it is hot, but it does, for some reason, there's something about it. It's yeah. the pressure. It just puts pressure it's on like, you. It's like, I do want to fucking come for you, but now I'm thinking about it too much. Yeah. And the best thing you can say, if someone also, if someone's like, oh, I'm not going to come, you can stop now, then just be like, this isn't about the orgasm. I'm doing this because I want to. Yeah. It relieves all that pressure and it's like oh okay you're doing yeah. it because you want to no well, pressure on that's me the thing is that it should be pleasurable for both people you yeah. should be having a great time whilst you're doing it as well exactly and exactly. if you if you're not then just kind of question that like sometimes it's okay to not like things mm-hmm. not everyone likes oral sex yeah I mean, personally, I wouldn't go out with anyone that didn't, but that's just me. (laughs) (laughs) I also think that we forget that ourselves, that we can be vocal and say what we don't like and what we do like. What is working for us that isn't working for us. I know it's hard to do in the moment, but if you're playing around with aura with somebody for the first time or a first few times, it's really important to let them know if something isn't working. It yeah. works best in your favor and in their favor. So if maybe they're spending too much time in your clitoris and it's feeling a little bit oversensitive, then direct them somewhere else. Be like, oh, can you play with my hole more? Or or can you get a finger involved on my anus? Yeah. I, don't know what I, had to I say. think the anus. <laughs> anus, put your finger on my, my butthole. Anus. I actually really like a finger resting on my butthole whilst I'm being eaten out. Yeah. It's hot. It's fucking good. Any like other bit that you can incorporate. Yeah. It's fucking hot. Just just use your hands and tongues constantly, but it's yeah. not easy. It's so hard and it's such hard work to do it. I think it's really important to be affirming when you're receiving as well. So yes. if it is does if it feels really fucking good, mm-hmm. I love to just say like Fuck, that feels good. Yeah, yeah, it, that's exactly it. Yeah, like just like <gasps> keep doing that. Oh my god, don't and stop. listen to them when they're going like shit, shit. Like it's really fucking good yeah. because they're surprised. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. I feel like that's the that's the noise I make. It's like shit. Oh shit! Or like, yeah. oh, fuck! Oh fuck! Oh, like, fuck. oh god! Yeah! <laughs> oh my god! I say fuck a lot. Fuck is like, sex. yeah. It's got to be fuck, and I say Jesus a lot. I don't know what <laughs> Jesus. I'm so blasphemy when I fuck. It's unreal. I'm like, oh Jesus Christ, Jesus! <laughs> yeah, I think I, I think I'm more oh shit and fuck. Yeah, yeah. And oh my, like, do I say God? I say God a lot. Mm, I don't know if I do. Yeah, but. And it's also okay to check in if you if you if you're not like if you're not feeling the vibes from them if you're not like hearing the moans if you're not getting the body language do you like it like that or like this Yeah, it's I love being asked, and sometimes I don't have an answer. Someone asks me, and I'm like, oh, I don't know, just keep doing what you're doing. That's ex- and yeah. I I quite often do that. Yeah, because I'm it like, does feel I'm good. like, it all feels good. Yeah, it all keep feels going. Good. Yeah, <laughs> don't stop. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> keep down there. <laughs> Oh. oh, now I need some good head. Yeah. Oh, so when somebody does come, when you feel that orgasm build and they are writhing underneath mm. you, don't stop. Don't stop. Don't sit back. <sighs> Keep going for at least a bit of time until they sort of their body starts coming down. Yeah. Or you could be evil and keep going. Yeah, that is an evil. It is an evil move, but it's it's post post orgasm torture. This because it's super sensitive down there. Yeah, yeah, and some people can come more than once. You do want to keep going though, because sometimes an orgasm can last for a really long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until they're literally like, "Stop, get off!" That's when you should get up. Yeah, Uh, like I want to push them away. Yeah, I'm done. (laughs) Stop. Yeah. Oh, or you know, if you're tied up, we could go into forced orgasm mode. Yeah. You know what would be the hottest thing if they make me come with their mouth and then they're like, "No, like I'm gonna get the toys out and you're gonna come more." Wow. What the fuck? And then afterwards, now I'm gonna fuck you. Wow. Oh. Oh my days. Yeah. Oh my days. Yeah. <laughs> Levels. I know. <laughs> I need to get laid. laid. Yeah, we need to get you laid, Florence, please. <laughs> Please. God, this job is torturous sometimes. It is, but it's so delicious. So delicious. It's nice feeling like this. It's maddening, but it feels good when you're this horny. It does. Life is good when you're horny. 
Yeah, it is fucking good. It's one of the pleasures in life. And like the world sucks so much right now. We yeah. may as well get pleasure where we can, yeah, right? Let me bury, bury my head in sex and pleasure. I don't care if it's a distraction. I'm happy. <laughs> yeah. With all that being said, mm. I think I actually want my pussy eaten. <gasps> what a game changing episode this was. And you know what actually really did help me was looking at websites like, this is not advertised by the way, Beducated and OMGS. OMGS. Yeah. They really helped me, even though a lot of it was teaching how to give oral. It taught me the language that they use taught me to feel less uncomfortable and almost like maybe like a lack of shame involved in there yeah. that it's not normal for people to always orgasm what's great about them as well is that it's a visual as well as like reading mm. or hearing so like as much as we can verbi- verbally tell you what to do yeah. and like but it's sometimes quite hard to put words to actual actions yeah so these websites are really good if you need some visual aids to learn yeah we as would well. absolutely recommend going and checking them out you know? i like learned how to give like the best fucking hand job ever <laughs> from doing like a lingam massage course yes and also we've had one of our guests that were on the podcast him being so good at eating pussy and we asked him where he learned it all from and it was omg yes yeah right yeah god damn god that again yeah <laughs> Call up? Is it is it a booty call moment? If only he didn't have a girlfriend. Fuck's sake. I know. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel that. <laughs> so we hope this episode has been hopefully a little bit insightful. Oh my god, if you loved it and mm. if you learned something, please share it. Yeah. Share it with your partner if you think that they're not eating you outright. Listen to it together. Oh, imagine couples out there eating pissy listening to us right now. That's sexy and disturbing at the same time. Oh my God, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm fucking all here for it. <laughs> and of course, if you like this episode, please give it a screenshot, share it on socials, share it with Wait. your friends, with your people, with your partners, everyone. Share it to your parents. You never know. They could probably do the advice. And, <laughs> and of course, you can keep up to date with everything we've been going on with on Instagram, at Come Curious, as well as our personal accounts, at Read Amber X and Florence Bark. And give us a rating and a review because it helps get this podcast into more people's ears. And everyone needs to be talking more about sex. This is like an activist movement. Let's get people having happier and healthier lives with their bodies and their partners. Yeah, baby. Join us on Patreon. Pledge to us for only a dollar a month for ad-free podcast episodes. And of course, join our individual OnlyFans accounts if you really, really want to support and see what we get up to on the night. Now it is sad. Yes. And until then, we'll see you next Thursday. See you next Thursday. Bye. Bye. Mm